let, let me tell you something. Um, okay. You know how you pick your little picture when you create your podcasting account? Yeah. Uh-huh. I just realized that looking at what I picked right now, that's like, that's my crooked tooth. <laughs> like, I, I love it. Like the crooked mouth thing, like making a silly face. I just realized that. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome to Quirkitude, the podcast where we talk about all the little silly things that make us who we are. Because life is too short to live in hiding. My name is Janie and I'm your host. Buckle in because things are about to get quirky. Hi, before we get started on today's episode, I just want to offer a quick trigger warning. If you've ever dealt with an eating disorder or body image issues, this might be an episode you might want to skip. Or just be mindful of how you're feeling. If something isn't feeling alright, pause and take care of yourself. In today's episode, we are going to talk about the societal pressures women face. There is this unspoken pressure of the things we are expected to be as women. Perhaps we were first introduced to the expectation as we are growing up. As babies, we are dressed a specific way. And as we get older, we are told to dress a certain way, speak a certain way, or rather... We're taught to stay quiet so as to not get the wrong attention. But for simplicity's sake, I will be mentioning a research article that validates what we already know. I'm referencing a report from December 5th of 2017, and it is published on the Pew Research Center webpage, pewresearch.org. I will add the link to today's show notes. The research asked participants to list traits that are most valued for women versus men. The top three for men include honesty, morality, professional-slash-financial success, and ambition-slash-leadership. For women, the top three include physical attractiveness, empathy-slash-nurturing-slash-kindness, and finally, intelligence. To be fair, both genders are expected to present values that may be hard to live up to, but what really bothers me, first, that there are even gender roles, and second, how superficial the most valued trait in women is. Physical attractiveness. This isn't something new, right? We've all been aware of how important it is for us to look a certain way. That mold keeps shifting constantly. All we have to do is look back in history and see how the beauty standards have transformed. Almost like a trend. And that's just it, right? A trend? As if we are meant to exist to be pleasant to the eye of the beholder. In the early 2000s, the trend was to be very thin and have bigger breasts, and then it shifted to small waist and a big butt to now favoring more the smaller breast and smaller butts. And with the resurgence of low-rise jeans, which, by the way, I am dreading, I fear we are going back to shrinking to fit in. Sadly, clothes are often an avenue to highlight what is deemed beautiful in society versus being used for what it's actually for, in my opinion, which is fashion, right? I mean to express ourselves. But our appearance does not only reflect our attractiveness, but it's often also used to judge how empathetic, kind, or nurturing we are. What do I mean by this? Well, 75% of communication is nonverbal which means gestures, facial expressions, and vocal tone all play a role in expressing of the meaning. 
We need to present with warmth in our eyes, use animated voices, and have pleasant, quote-unquote, pleasant facial expressions, or bum-bum-bum, we are told we have a resting bitch face. Or, we're just bitches. And listen, our intelligence is judged based on how we speak. Which reminds me of the poem by Melissa Losada Oliva, like totally whatever. If you're not familiar with that, I will also be posting a link to that in our notes so that you can go and take a listen. She does a phenomenal spoken word presentation of that poem. But essentially the poem is a commentary on the way women speak. We often use filler words such as like and um, and rising inflection to soften the manner in which we present ourselves. I am guilty of this and it's actually something I use a lot when I speak, but let's face it, if we don't use these words, we don't use these filler words, we are judged as being rude by men, and if we do use these words, then we are considered stupid by women. Really? There is no way to win here. No way. That is why I wanted to create this quirky tude space, to give us a place to talk about all of these factors and talk about how to learn to live beyond the expectations that we face on a day-to-day. But I think you've heard enough of my perspective. I want someone to join this conversation, so please help me in welcoming my friend Marelli. Marelli, welcome. How are you today? Thank you. I'm doing good. Just put the baby to sleep, so, you know, i got to live my life around that. (laughs) How is she doing? She's doing good. A little fuzzy, but sleeping, so... That's good. So tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Marily. I'm 34. And I just had a baby. She's, well, not just, but she's about to be 10 months. So that's my life right now. Nice. Nice. Um, so where are you joining us from? I am in Mansfield, Texas, which I'm sure nobody knows where that is. <laughs> but it's in the DFW area. Okay, how is the winter storm treating you guys? Um, it's really cold. We've been stuck inside for two days now. So just enjoying the coziness of the house. Yes, yeah, I hear that. So what societal expectations have really impacted your life? Um, let's see. There's definitely a couple. But um, I think that the first one that comes to mind is probably the most difficult for me. Um, it has to be, I guess, the... I am labeled as not being female enough. What do you mean by that? I guess, like, quote-unquote girly. Like, whatever whatever that's mm-hmm. supposed to mean anyway, because I think that everybody has their own definition, right, of what it is to be female. But I feel that that's mm-hmm. the one that, you know, just not being girly enough. Um, not just in the sense of, like, how I guess I dress. It's, like, how I think, how I react. And the big one for me is the way I speak. So what about the way you speak has has been most criticized for you? Or what have you heard? What have people told you? I mean, probably uh, people saying I'm not sweet enough, again, quote unquote, you know, for a female. Um, mm-hmm. I, have like, I have a real life example for this that actually happened kind of recently. Um, some Someone okay. gave me a compliment. I think it was on my shoes and I guess on my look just for the day. And my reply was, mm-hmm. thank you. 
I just I said thank you. You know, I was appreciating the, the compliment, and it was just a simple thank you. And the person's reaction to that was to compare me to a different person's reaction to a compliment. They they said to me, "Wow, you just you just really don't appreciate compliments, huh?" All you said to me, all you what? said to me was thank you. Meanwhile, you know, so and so was really sweet to me and they gave me a smile and you're just like thank you and honestly i i kind of didn't know what to say to that because i mean i did appreciate the compliment it's just thank you apparently that was not good enough for them i know what like what are you supposed to say other than thank you you see like i've actually had the opposite or i've heard of the opposite there's actually like a whole amy schumer i don't know if you've ever seen her episodes uh, um, about how when a woman receives a compliment, we have to say, oh, thank you. And then we start like downplaying it. Like, oh, thank you. I got him. I got them on sale. They're thrifted. Or, you know, we start like downplaying it and making mm-hmm. ourselves small. But then, um, so I've been told like, oh, just say thank you. But then we have like situations like yours where you just say, thank you. And then you're not sweet yeah, enough. That I doesn't like make it any more sense to me. About them at the end, like I had to, like they expected a certain reaction, so I, I had to make them happy. Yeah, that's interesting. That tells exactly. me more about them, right? Like they wanted, like they did it to get some type of yeah, sweetness like from you or something, and yeah. then they were upset. So, when you say that you feel like you're not girly enough, and you feel that you're most criticized for that. How are you working to overcome that? That's tough because I think truthfully, I don't know that I'm actively doing something. I know that I should, but I, I really I really can't say that I'm doing something. But I guess I just try to tell myself, you know, not to let anything get to me. But like, I just, just think to myself and tell me, like, even in the beginning of the day, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to let anything bother me. But it probably would be a good idea for me to like look for some tools or exercise that can help me because truthfully I, I i don't know that i'm doing anything even though i should there's no should here girl you do what works for you but does how does it make you feel like ultimately it really hurts you when this when people make these comments to you or how does it make Simply you feel put in the moment i i feel aggravated and mm-hmm. frustrated that's that's just simple like that's just how I feel and I wish it didn't but that's that's the reality of of my feelings when someone just thinks oh the way you speak is not good enough I get aggravated that's tough because I don't know like I really don't have the the right thing to say other than I think it's so unfair that we're judged by how we talk and how we look make us feel you know, frustration, but it does. So it's like we have to work on us to not let other other people's opinions bother us, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately it's our reaction to that. Do you ever feel like you're changing who you are or you have to present yourself differently so that you don't get these comments? Has that, is, have you ever found yourself in that position? Oh, absolutely. And it's, it's not a good feeling, like, especially because later on, I'll think about the situation and what happened. And I'm like, why did I, why did I do that? Like, that's not me. And mm-hmm. I end up just annoying my, my own self because I didn't have to 
give them the right to make me be someone I'm not, but I did. Yeah, I hear you there. Cause I, I know that as women, we often do that. We understand the role that people want us to play and then we do it. And in the process we are, yes, we play it. And then we abandon ourselves. Like, what is it that, you know, I want, what does Janie want? What does Marelli want? And, you know, like we end up, I know that I have in the past gotten lost in trying to play that role that people want from me Mm -hmm. for so long, almost that it's like, who, like, you know, like not who am I, but who really knows me (laughs) anymore, you know? Even you even wonder it to yourself, like, do I know me? Because like, Mm -hmm. I I feel like it takes so much like concentration you know, within myself to be like, okay, what is me and what is parts that I'm doing to please everybody else? Right, right. No, I hear you there. I totally understand. Okay, so a lot of what makes us happy sometimes, you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense to other people or it's criticized. In your experience, what is that thing that makes you so happy? that people criticize? Um, okay. I Recently, I found a, a picture of myself as a, when I was a kid, I don't know how old I was, maybe like five, and I was wearing one of my mom's um, slips. <laughs> I don't think people <laughs> even wear slips anymore, but um, I was wearing it on top of like just my underwear I was at my house and I was uh-huh. I was making a silly face and that made me that made me like happy just looking at that and then I thought to myself like this is me today like this is how I've always been I like putting on random things I get props for fun and just mm-hmm. just wearing them like they make me happy in my heart and you know sometimes it makes or a lot of times it makes other people like laugh at me or whatever like but i enjoy that and i guess like example you know those those crowns uh-huh. they give you a burger king or not you but the kids okay yeah. you'll find me wearing those if i go to burger king like i just wear it it's fun for me so do you also when you go to uh crispy cream do you get the little hats absolutely there too? and in and out and anybody who gives me a hat i'm gonna wear it <laughs> yes that's awesome i love it we should be we should always be wearing crowns to be honest i love that so much um probably another one is i'm super passionate about my sports teams and you know i get really into it um and of course i get the whole oh it's just a game thing you know said to me a lot but to me it's just something that's genuine that i genuinely just have a blast watching it and I understand that it's a sport and a game and it's not like I guess real life for me but I just feel like mm-hmm. can I just enjoy it because <laughs> it's fun yeah it's fun being like being able to express whatever you're passionate about we should be allowed to damn it I get so upset yeah <laughs> I get so upset about this because I think I'm tired of seeing people get criticized for what they love to do and I'm tired of experiencing it myself it's tough staying staying true and just enjoying who who you are man and how is it how do you find that you stay true to you what helps you I guess um 
know that you're being true. I mean, like I said earlier, when I just like stop everything and and think to myself, I guess I, I give myself pep talks, which kind of sounds lame, but I guess. <laughs> but I just really have to stop mm-hmm. life and concentrate and think to myself, okay, what what is truly making me, you know, what do I enjoy? What am I doing today that's me? That's really, that's really mm-hmm. what I have to do to, I guess it sounds bad, but like get myself to just be me. Earlier you said you wish you had a tool and this is actually a good tool that you have. Your little pep talks, that's your positive, or you called them your little pep talks. I don't, I don't mean to make them sound like, like I'm diminishing them or making yeah, fun of them at all. No, I mean, that's, that's what they are. That's what they but, are. But um, that's positive self-talk. So that's actually something really awesome to have. And then just checking in with you. You constantly check in with yourself to make sure you're doing stuff that you love. And I think that's why you're so positive, to be honest. You're one of the most positive people. So that's a real tool. But yes, actually, yes, it is. Um, something that I've <laughs> I've been told by my therapist to implement a little bit more in my life. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to do for me. Um, what or who inspires you to be your best self? Um, probably my husband. I feel like he just not that he doesn't care about anything, but I feel like he's just really like he says what he is feeling, he wears what he's feeling, mm-hmm. like he actually literally tells me, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna wear this because this is what I'm feeling today, and I don't care, I feel good. And when he says I feel good, that's like a big like like wow like he is t- he he can i guess pinpoint that and be like i'm just gonna be me this is what mm-hmm. i feel and i wish i could just as easily be like that but, so mm-hmm. yeah probably probably him because he's just to the point and simple and it makes me happy and i'm gonna do it that's awesome that's awesome he, he's uh that's his quirky too, huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, huh? <laughs> yeah. So um, quirky too, does that feel good energy you give off when you're 100% yourself? How do you know, okay, this is my quirky too? Like I'm feeling myself like Beyonce would say. <laughs> um, I guess if I, I keep saying I guess. You see, I feel like that's like self-doubt, right? No, you're fine. <laughs> Um, when I can just enjoy myself without my mind mm-hmm. constantly wondering, is this okay to do? Mm-hmm. Is this okay to say? Is this okay to wear? Uh, I think that's it. Like when my heart is just happy and I can feel relaxed because a lot of times I do not mm-hmm. feel relaxed. So if I can truly feel relaxed and just enjoy myself and I'm laughing a lot, that's me. Yeah, I like that. Okay, fun question. I am all about sober life and sober living, and I love trying new beverages. I'm all about trying new teas, like hot teas or cold teas, soft drinks, etc. Um, even mock, uh, mock cocktails. So I wanted to ask you, what do you drink? So what what do you drink that is your favorite? Um, I love teas a lot too, but I don't have any new teas that I'm like currently trying um body armor drinks i don't know if you've heard of them they're like different uh uh-huh. fruit flavors there's even some with caffeine i have not tried those but the the all the fruity ones i've liked every flavor that uh-huh. i've tried they're yummy and they're they're super hydrating 
Ooh, I've got to try those. I've seen them, but I'm like, I don't know which one I would like. Yeah. <laughs> which one? Which one do you like the best? Like, if you're like Janie, you have to go get one like now. The and try with this one. The strawberry banana was my first love. Strawberry yeah. banana. Okay. Okay. Is it like smoothie texture? No. I'm so. No, no, it's not, <laughs> I'm getting real specific. No, it's not smoothie texture <laughs> because it's more like I guess like a sporty drink or whatever. And actually, um, oh. you know, I love kobe bryant he was a big uh he invested in those before they were big um and he he put a lot into it and you know they started getting super big and popular and i'll be honest the first reason why i tried them Mm -hmm. was because of him um (laughs) but they're seriously they're all yummy that's awesome i didn't know that about kobe Mm -hmm. awesome well thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing about your quirky too and all the things that make you happy. And I hope our listeners got some good takeaways, which what I took away from this is give myself a little pep talk because <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll really help in the long run. So thank, thank you, Marely. Thank you for inviting me. Hopefully I was a good guest and maybe I'll get invited again. <laughs> yeah, you're amazing. Yes, you're welcome to the pod all the time. Just let me know. All right. Have a good all day. Right. You too. Bye-bye. So both babies woke up during the interview. (laughs) Yes, both babies woke up. Oh, man. It's like they know. They know. I love them, though. Thanks for listening. And remember, that feel-good energy that you give off when you finally embrace all you are without caring what others have to say, that's quirky, too you are welcomed here my fellow quirky join me again next time for the next quirky tube podcast